Hey everybody, this is Ames and Lauren and you're listening to the Yeah Now Maybe podcast. The show that talks about absolutely everything for people who love to talk shit. I feel like it's been a long time since we sat down and recorded. I know. Uh, I almost feel like, what do I do? Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But in saying that, we are here today and we have a couple of topics we're going to talk about. But firstly, toxicity as our initial Mm -hmm. topic. And when I started thinking about this, I was thinking about toxicity when it comes to family, friends, within the workplace. Um, What is defined as toxicity versus someone just being a shit human? (laughs) (laughs) And then the impact that it actually has on you, it almost drags you into this toxic mindset yeah um and you know how do you identify it and then how do you avoid it because it's it's everywhere it's like narcissists they're bloody Mm, everywhere they are everywhere so what are your thoughts on toxicity what are the probable warning signs for you whether you're dealing with somebody who's a family or friend we'll put Mm. works workplace aside and maybe deal with that separately but yeah what are your thoughts what are the warning signs with family and friends I think for me it's an energy thing if I feel like I'm drained all the time like I'm angry all the time and I don't know why I feel like that's when I start to assess okay well am I around somebody who's making me feel angry and then I find you know and then I think about okay well how were they treating me yeah and then I think about that and then I go okay well if if they're treating me like shit and I'm angry all the time or upset all the time then I'm in a toxic place like that's a toxic person yeah and I guess family and friends are slightly different um friends you can kind of go look this is Mm. sort of the end of the friendship or you know this is my position but family you kind of to a certain degree have to put up with it to Mm. a certain degree yeah because a lot of people don't speak to family members like I don't have any to speak to but a lot of people will say to family look I'm I'm not going to see you that often yeah and these are the reasons why um, but what about friends? Like, and I think we're probably both in our minds thinking about a certain person <laughs> <laughs> who just bought that that low energy yeah. and toxicity, and we yeah. were just like, like life is hard enough. I know. I don't need. I don't need that on top. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I've had a few people in my life, like friendships, that turned quite toxic um and it just depends on, on on what it is you know um i've like i feel like it could potentially come from a place of um jealousy yes uh yeah so i had this one friend who was completely jealous of the fact that i had um a boyfriend and she didn't yeah. and then it just like that friendship we were so close like yeah. we did everything together and it just kind of turned sour. Yeah. It just went, it became like nothing because she was so angry at me all the time. And I'm just like, I think we should just, you know, be adults about this and just yeah. part ways because it, this is just too much. No. Yeah. I and think it just came down to jealousy. Yeah. And I had, I had similar mm. and it was when I was engaged, getting married and I was planning my wedding. And one of my very closest friends was like, um, I'm not on that same page like my life is not going in that direction and i remember at my hens night she's fucking abused the shit out of me she was like you've got this life that's totally fine i don't have it that's totally fine but it's fucked for me and she literally just went 
absolute fucking crazy. We were staying in the city in Sydney and I ended up grabbing – because I had a couple of friends there. I ended up grabbing one of them and I'm like, she can't be in this environment because – like she was my best, she's one of my best friends, and I grabbed her and I'm like, I can't leave you. I left another girl who was so angry at me, but I ended up having like the worst hen's night ever because she just fucking went bonkers and then tried rationalizing and there was no rationalizing in her mind. Mm. She wanted to be engaged. She wanted to be married. That's a lot of projecting. I was like, bro, so unhealed. Oh my god, like concentrate on your life then mm. you've got a partner like have those conversations with him like have that you know don't yeah. turn around and be like ah you've got what i want how dare you. you how like, dare you and the thing is people don't realize there's enough of that to go around you don't yeah. need to be like she or he has it therefore i can't have yeah. it that's just it's just not yeah. how it works yeah mm. fucking the universe has an abundance of everything of everything you've just got to go out there and get it yeah it's Seek wild it. it's i i mean if i think about myself right i don't think i've ever been in a position where i'm that jealous about somebody's situation that i become nasty yeah you know there's there's often times where like i go oh i wish i had that yeah. or oh, lucky them or whatever i wish yeah. that was me yeah but that's internal that's my internal yeah. like dialogue that happens yeah and I thought through it. I wonder, like, you know, I journal about it. I think I reflect on it and I wonder why I'm feeling like that. But I would never project that yeah. outwards and be like, ew, I can't believe you're doing this and I'm not. Like, yeah. how dare you? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not like that. Agree. And I feel like if I, I feel like I'm becoming negative or whatever, mm. I will literally just disengage from the situation yeah. and be like, all right, I need some space. I need to think about my own actions. I need yeah. to make sure I'm not dragging yeah. people down. Um, so I think friends in that respect are slightly different. But what are your thoughts on family and toxicity? Do, do you openly have those conversations? Do you feel comfortable having them? Personally, no. Yeah. Um, I come from a very angry family. I don't think I could have those conversations with the people who are toxic in the family. Yeah. There are a lot of people on a certain side of the family that are quite opinionated and have very dangerous, very dangerous opinions. Yeah. Um, and I just cannot stand to be around. Yep. So therefore, I just do not go to those kind of family events. Yeah. Fair. Only, Fair. only very rarely. Like most of the time, I see them maybe on one or two birthdays and, yeah. a, and Christmas every year. Yeah. You know, everyone else sees them all the time, almost yep. every second weekend. But I don't do that. Yeah. I definitely separate myself because it becomes too overwhelming for me. Yeah. So it's like distance. It's like getting mm. that space so you yeah. can kind of If you're in that position anyway. Because yeah. there's other positions that I can't get away from. Yeah, 100%. You know, so. Yeah. And it's what it is. Really at that point, I just I just move away. Yeah. Like I just go, okay, isolate myself. Yeah. And don't don't talk to me. <laughs> I feel like for you, um, you ha- are able to approach those conversations from a constructive mm. manner. Like um, even, you know, the toxicity that we were dealing with, I felt like your approach was really mature and it was literally a case of these are the things Mm. that don't feel right in this you know early friendship and as a result 
I am going to have to kind of park that for now. And I kind of just felt like that was a very mature and balanced kind of grounded way to deal with it. Yeah. And you kind of removed that emotion and were just like, here's the facts. Yeah, I had to. I had to. Yeah. I, 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 I sent it to, I made Josh read it first. Yeah, Because yeah, I was like, course. I just need to make sure that I don't, I don't sound like a bitch. Yep. I'm just, I'm being so factual here. Like this yep. is, this is all the evidence I've laid on that table. And I just need to know, I need you to know this is how I'm feeling. Yep. And I, I just have to separate myself because it's overwhelming me. And 100%. I have to think about me first. 100%. Yeah. So I kind of went down the path of no response. Yeah. And I was talking to you about <laughs> the old me would have engaged and mm-hmm. then ended up saying something maybe harsh or mm. having a conversation that I just didn't want to have. And the new me is like, eh, I just won't respond. It's so funny because we are so opposite. Yeah. So like before I used to be just like, just whatever, ghost it. I, I kind of don't want to deal with it. But now I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. You need to know how I'm feeling because this is what you inflicted on me. Yeah. So I need you to know this is what you're projecting out into yeah. the world. So because listen, that conversation that I had, you know, what if now when she goes to make um, friendships or whatever, like, and you know, whatever happens, they're more conscious of their behavior. Yeah right yeah maybe they are now going oh okay hang on i'm not going to project this anymore yeah maybe i need to do some healing you know, maybe i should go speak to somebody yeah. like you know what i mean like Look internal yeah maybe that conversation sparked that or it did the opposite opposite and she's now projecting everywhere <laughs> and hates me <laughs> like, i think at the end of the day it's like do i care if she doesn't like me no. like if, if it's not someone i plan on having around well you know. that's another thing as well like yes my opinion has changed and i definitely start to like talk yeah. to people more but there's like the care factor becomes absolutely nothing yeah. like for me i'm all or nothing i'm yeah. either giving my whole heart and soul to yeah. you or just don't fucking talk to me yeah like i'm just nothing with you like yeah fair i'm all or nothing yeah <laughs> i like that though because you know where you stand yeah that's true yeah sometimes with me like I might be like internalizing like and there's a particular friendship that I had and it was just fucking horrendous and I was just like oh, I just don't know if I can do this mm. and I just felt like the person was competing all the time oh that's frustrating like, competition around the dumbest of shit like <laughs> so dumb and then I'd noticed like person would come to my house and then go home mm. and then if I went around for something I'd notice in her house she had nearly everything the same and she had all the same makeup and the same clothes and she started doing things that was like identical and I'm like this kind of feels a little single white female (laughs) (laughs) just scary as fuck yeah I don't like that no neither um yeah so they say I, imitation is the, the biggest form of flattery, but I disagree. Yeah, I, I just It think, seems stalkerish to me. And it feels like if you've got to copy someone so hard, you don't really have a sense of your own identity. And that's sad. Yeah, because you are unique in your own way. Like, I even think about she was like, dressing like me and there's like a particular way I dress like yeah yeah it's just what I do it's just and so I was kind of like this is weird and then I remember mentioning once I did soap eyebrows you know um uh it's basically you what's the soap called pears okay and you know it's kind of that what color is it it's like a brown colored cake of soap okay yep so you use like a spoolie and you brush it through your brows after your brows are done and it kind of makes them stick because it's like super hard soap. And so they kind of just stick. And I mentioned once something about soap eyebrows and then 
I went to her apartment and she was like, I did soap eyebrows. And I was like, okay. And she's like, look, 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 did I do it right? And I'm like, like just dumb shit like that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And like, I used to wear a lot of glitter. Oops, bump the mic. I used to wear a lot of glitter. Yeah. And like gemstones and stuff. And she started started doing the exact same. Oh gosh. And I was like, well, this doesn't feel right. Um, That's cool. Like I get it if you think it's cool or whatever, but you, and sometimes with my hair in fun buns, she used to, started doing that she used my makeup once and then bought everything the same like even down to the, the shades and the colors and I was like you know like you got to have your own sense of who you are yeah and I feel like it's so weird because everyone's complexion is so different so too. different and I feel like at the age I'm at mm. I do know who I am yeah and I kind of like find it a bit weird that yeah. someone's trying to be the same I don't know I feel weird. weird about that too yeah, no, I don't like that. No, it's a little bit too much. It's a little bit too single white female. <laughs> yeah, and that does feel that also does feel quite toxic. Yeah, and it mm. was. And I know that when we stopped speaking, like I know she was stalking my socials and what? everything that I'm doing, and like compulsive liar and someone who's severely dangerous. So anyway, let's talk about the Ugh. workplace. The workplace. Toxic workplaces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. <laughs> so I definitely have experienced mm-hmm. toxicity in almost every single workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, however, three come to mind. Yep. Okay. And three different workplaces. So the first one was um, I was working in insurance and I was in a claims department. Yep. And this is actually on my part. Yep. Okay, so it, the roles were a bit reversed here. So it was, it was a very toxic place regardless. Yeah. Um, but after dad died, yeah. I was angry with everything. Fair. Yeah. So there's that to take into consideration. Yeah. But I was angry at everything, the world, the people. And I, went, I remember being at work and just being so frustrated that I was working so hard and never getting acknowledged for it. Yeah. And I remember this one time um, my manager said something to me because like, the way it was positioned was her manager was at the, t- the, the head of the kind of the, the desks and then there was all the, all the, um, the agents at the below, right? And there was a desk like that, the first at the front, and the second row was me and this other guy. And um, I remember she said something. It was something so simple. And I just, I snapped at her. And her face, she was like, are you, are you kidding? Like, what the hell? And then I remember the, uh, the, one of the other agents was like, kind of like, holy shit, like, what the hell's mm. wrong with her? Anyway, I got so frustrated. I just picked up my shit and I left and went home. I was like, I can't be here. Yep. Anyway, and then I, it's only now when I reflect yep. back that I realised Yes, it was a toxic environment, but I made it worse. Yeah, like you fed into it. I fed into that toxicity. And I actually apologised to that girl, um, that manager later, a couple of years later. I said, look, listen, I was going through a really bad time. I'm really sorry. I did not mean anything personal by it. I hope you forgive me. And she's like, no, no, I understand. It's all good. So I I feel better about that, you know. But then there's another place after that place. I was in another insurance company and um, there was the, 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 the assessors and the admin. I was in admin and the assessors like obviously have superiority. They, yeah. they you know, they got, they get treated different. Anyway, there's, there's, there was this one manager. So I was, I had this female manager. There was a male manager who was in, who was, um, in charge of the assessors. This female manager, she's my, one of my closest friends to this day, but she 
has so much experience, but she wanted to just have a, like a more lower kind of job because uh, less responsibility. Less responsibility. So anyway, so she was in charge of admin, but they yeah. gave her so much work to do, like like three people's jobs into one. So yeah. she was never around. And the I remember this male one, um, this male manager constantly like fed to us yeah. how bad she was. She's never here. I hate that. You know, who's your manager? Where is she? Like she just, he was just, he was nasty. Yeah. Nasty. I hate that. And I remember when I left, I quit and she was um, in America and I told him, I'm like, listen, I quit. Yeah. He's like, why? He's like, is it because of your manager? And I was like, actually, no. I'm like, it's because of this, this place is so toxic. Yeah. I'm like, who cares, you know, where she is? Like, she's busy. And I just remember being so bad. It was to a point where... They ended up putting all the admin people against each other. I hate that. It was terrible. Yeah, I hate that. So there was this one guy in um in the admin team, and again, I apologized to him yeah. um, last year. Actually, he was going through a really hard time yeah. with his, I think at the time, fiance. Then he's married now, has two kids, and he was going through a really hard time, and he didn't work much. Right, he just was always like on his phone or whatever like watching Netflix. And I remember it used to bother me a lot because I was working so hard. Yeah. And I remember the that manager and a few other people was always like, oh, you know, how come you're doing everything and he's not doing anything? Like feeding into yeah. it because they could see that I was frustrated. Yep. And um, later on, I was thinking again as well, like, and this is, this is on me. This is me. I need to be more... Um, aware of yep. what's happening, right? Sure. So I am, I am a little bit more now, but yeah. this was like ages ago. But I just remember thinking... I should have asked him if he was okay. Yeah. Because it could have been, like you said, there was other yeah. stuff There was so many on. things happening, you know, and I should have been more considerate. Yeah. And I should have asked him if he was okay and if he needed to talk. Yeah. As opposed to being frustrated that he wasn't yep. working. Yep. You know, and um, I remember like last year, I was like, I need to talk to him. Like I, it was yeah. eating at me. So then I ended up messaging him on Instagram. I'm like, listen, I just need to apologize for being such a fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, you know, that place was so toxic and it fed into it. And yep. I'm, I'm sorry that I got caught up in that. You know, he's like, don't worry about it. It's fine. We're okay. Like, you yeah, know, okay. so it was good, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the last place, sorry, I'm like, this is such a long story. But then no, it's good. the last place was the, so just before COVID, this was, I ended up quitting this job and going to another job. And I was only at that new job for like three months until they had to let me go. But I was at this one place in the city and um, I was I was the marketing team. Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. Anyway, the um, there was this manager in Queensland. She was a cow, and then the CEO. Yeah. she was um, she was a narcissist. She was very nice to me though, mm. and she would like you know her and I. She was I think she thought we were like best friends. Um, but then like she was she okay. So we, we this one time I remember we were in a room. And she said, you know, you three, it was like three of us because we were always working together because we were a team. We had to work together as sales. And then she's like, you three are always together. Other people in the the, um, team are feeling like you're a clique and you're excluding everybody. And I was like, who said that? Like, I'm like, has somebody said, has complained to you? Like, and she's like, no, it's just what I see, what I see. And I was like, respectfully, I'm like, you're here two days a week yeah. and the three other days you're in Melbourne. Yep. Um, I'm like, you know, yeah. we are quite a good team, you know. Yeah. And I was, I just remember at that point, because I had this this lady, um, 
I love her so much. She is another Gemini, so I clicked, literally yeah, yeah, yeah. clicked. But she was so, she is so smart. She yeah. is so intelligent. And I learned, uh, I think she was in her 60s or something. Yeah. I learned a lot from her, a lot, a lot. Yeah. So I think from that point, I kind of sensed the toxicity earlier. Yeah. Um, and I dealt with it differently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think I have, I have her to thank for that, but... Yeah, those, yeah. Are, those are my experience. Toxic, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. It made me kind of think. I've um, I was working in insurance as well, and I had a very Sucks, fucking miserable. <laughs> I was in workers' comp, so bottom of the barrel insurance, like mm, the, yeah. the worst of the worst. Yeah. No offense to anybody who is in <laughs> workers' compensation. That's just my professional opinion. <laughs> um, I um. <laughs> I just really struggled. I had a very toxic manager and she was like verbally abusive. So I kind of struggled with that and I left because of her. But for the most part, the organization that I was at for, you know, over 10 years, uh, it was okay. I really only was in a toxic division towards the later stages of my career. And stuff like this expectation that you're available around the clock. Um, I remember once... um, I was saying, oh, my team can take on a particular piece of work. Mm. We're in like a senior leadership meeting. And the general manager spoke to my manager and said, oh, Amy Lee didn't seem happy to take that work on. And I'm I'm reflecting going, I actually said, we're more than happy to take that on. (laughs) Uh, We'll just reshuffle our pipeline. And it turned out I must have looked down at my computer, seen something, and my facial expression changed. She took that as she doesn't really want to do it, but she's going to do it. And I got feedback around, you know, having more respect for this particular general manager. And I was like, are you you fucking joking? I had no issues. There was no facials pulled towards her. Like I said, I'm more than happy my team can take this work on. We just need to reshuffle our pipeline. Like It was that simple. And that for me was kind of the point. And she'd said to my manager, even though Emily's outperformed everyone – you can't give her a high performance rating because she screwed her face up in that meeting six months ago. And I was fucking livid. I can can imagine. When that was told to me, I was in a room and I was just going off. And my manager said, look, I'm just going to have to step out. I'm just going to leave you to kind of collect yourself. And I was like, I don't want to fucking collect myself. You're staying. And then I just went fucking mental. I'm pretty sure he thought I was going to throw a chair at him. And I was (laughs) damn close. I worked myself into the fucking ground for this place. And that was the point for me where I went, you know what? Yeah. This is not right. Mm. This is physically not right. Um, it's actually so funny that you say that because I, you just yeah. sparked a memory about like facial expressions. So I remember within this like that place, that last place I was working at, and we were in a meeting, and it was um, that horrible cow from um, Queensland, and like her, her employer, I don't know, her employee, I don't know, I don't. Know, it was two people there, and then there was yeah. us three in the group in um, Sydney, and we were on like a Zoom call. Yeah. Anyway, we were talking, and so, my friend had said something yeah um and the manager was kind of off camera but she went oh and rolled her eyes like dramatically yeah anyway so then we told our male manager who was in queens i said listen we think it's a little bit disrespectful you know she was voicing an opinion and she rolled her eyes 
anyway that escalated so much we had the ceo in the room like wow like it was like it was intense yeah she did not roll her eyes and we were like you weren't there yeah like we saw her roll her eyes yeah. she thought she was off camera but she wasn't yeah she ended up putting us all in separate rooms to get the truth out of us because she thought as a as a collective you know <sighs> we were like You're going to like conspire conspire against the company <laughs> like it's fucking stupid oh i think Mm. i think when it comes to the workplace though it's very very difficult for us to be able to kind of disengage and like the examples Mm, you've given sometimes you do feed into it you become yeah you become that toxicity yeah Yeah. part of it um there's different types of toxic people and there's research like a significant amount of research that's actually been done and there are 10 different types. Mm. I'm not going to run through them, but, but you know, basically it's stuff around, you know, jealousy that we've spoken yeah. about, gossiping, um, somebody who's just there stirring the pot for stirring the pot. And I, I've worked no. with those. They just enjoy stirring the pot I and just seeing people. what happens. They're assholes. Um, people just being arrogant and judgmental and so forth. But I think um, the signs of a toxic environment more specifically a workplace i think there's things that maybe we overlook Mm -hmm. i think if you've got a team that's had excessive leave sick and otherwise yep 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 it's a kind of an indicator oh shit something's not right here i think when you've got poor leadership Mm -hmm. as well within the teams and somebody leading the team i think that that's a prime example of toxicity someone who says oh today we're doing red and then the next day, oh, we're doing blue. Yeah. And then you meet up with them in a week and they're like, so where's red? And you're yeah. like, well, hang on, we moved to blue. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, clicks, no work-life balance is a big one. But yes, there's is. a whole stack of stuff here. I feel like we could talk forever on toxicity. <laughs> but We have so much experience with it. So much experience. So I think we kind of need to time box that. Maybe what we do is we come back to this and we mm. maybe talk about some of the research that has actually been released on this particular topic. Yeah, sounds good. Um, but with that being said, we will uh, call it there on toxicity before we go off on tangents, tangents <laughs> like and rants. <laughs> no, I did the same thing though. Um, so in the meantime, you can connect with us via our socials at Yenna Maybe Pod. Drop us an email at Yenna Maybe Podcast.com. You can hit up our TikTok or TikToks. The TikToks. <laughs> so in, uh, we've got a, a joint and then we've got our individuals and there's always a bunch of shit that we're posting. Yep. Is there anything else that they could do? No. No. <laughs> so they can come to our TikToks, they can send us an email. Yeah. They can listen to the rest of the podcast yeah. episodes. And if um, anyone's listening and they're like, you know what? I'd love to come on and talk about something with yeah. you guys. Fuck yeah. Let us know because we're open. We are open to that. I like that a lot. Me too. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.